Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Welcome back to the program. Program in question, of course, being Two Men On right here on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. A hell of a program for you today. Hitting a little NCAA basketball. Hitting a little Lobo in the transfer portal. I'm going to hit that right now, by the way. I like that. A lot of NFL talk. Mr. Motivation, CJ Chavez of Evolve Strong, will join us here in 30 short minutes. He gets me jazzed. He's like a, a sentient Red Bull. A sentient Red Bull? He gets me pumped. <laughs> Talk a lot of quarterback carousel talk, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. Luca is above the law. Somebody will eventually buy the commanders. And how much did you buy your final four tickets for? Co-host of Two Men on Fred Slow will be joining shortly. Right now, it's just me, Van Nunley, and super producer on the other side of the glass on the ones and twos. Punching the buttons, taking your calls. Mr. Tyler Lovely, what's happening, my dude? They never thought that I'd put that GED to work like this, did Ooh wee Mm-mm. It's a good day, man. Suck it, Counselor Janice. Told you I'd make it. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Janice. Ah, <laughs> oh, Janice. Oh, Janice. Classic Janice. How's your weekend, my dude? It was good, man. Good, I had a good weekend. I did shows, shows, shows. Slanging them jokes at Dry Heat Comedy? Slang some jokes. We were downtown. We were telling some jokes. We sold out many shows, man. I'm exhausted, to be honest. As often as we mention, it's basically a unpaid sponsor of the program. Yeah. <laughs> dry Heat Comedy. Unpaid. Go check them out. <laughs> I've been there once. It's a cool spot. Yeah, it's good, man. It's really good. We're getting that scene bumping down there, for sure. Went and saw your boy, friend of the show, Robert Buck D. Gibson, down there. That's right. That's right. He'll be back there next month. Brought the house down, as he always does. As he does. Had a lot of fun Thursday and Friday watching the Sweet 16 at Howie's Sports page. Tyler Lovely didn't make it, even though he said he was going to. I did not make it. That's uh, it's a douche move there, buddy. I'm not going to lie. I was there in spirit, which no, is even okay. more of a douche move. I hey, think. we were having a lot of spirits. Mm. Whiskey, gin, vodka, tequila, mezcal, some malort. <laughs> and it's going down at Howie's. For opening day baseball. Van's favorite day of the year. Opening day, baby. Is that your favorite day? Let's go. All day Thursday, the boys will be hanging out at Howie Sports Page. Just chopping up and snorting all of the baseball action that we could possibly have. Wow. Shout out to I We broke some news. Last night, Tyler Lovely, okay, super producer Tyler Lovely. Let me say your full name. I like that. Your seat is a hot seat right there, buddy, because you'll be training new producer, new third chair, Chris, the mayor of downtown Burnett, 
who's going to be joining our program, made the big announcement last night. So really excited to have Chris on. And uh, there was no Malort at Howie's. The Malort was being poured in the 10-drink minimum studio. Had a lot of fun with that. Excited to have Chris coming on with us in the near future. He'll be uh, training all week, and I believe he's going to be with us full-time the week after, so we're really excited about that. So, Tyler, you know I usually dress like 9-to-5 white guy when I come into the studio. Right. Blazer, uh, button-up, tucked into some nice-fitting, slim, straight jeans. Yeah. I helped uh, co-host of Two Men on Fred Slow move a couple truckloads of stuff today Okay. as he got a new condo. Congratulations to Fred. Good for Fred. So I'm uh, dressed a little sporty casual today. Mm. I just got on like a hoodie, some runners, excuse me, some joggers. I don't run very well, so they're definitely joggers. And then some Air Max. Mm. For those of tur- you that cannot see the live stream, he basically just looks like he has spin class after this. Exactly that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going straight to the target to get me some new Uggs, and then I'm going to my spin cycle class. <laughs> but, yeah, I came into the office, and I was, like, turning some heads, like, People thought something was wrong. Like, is Van depressed? Why is he dressed so poorly today? It was either like something's wrong with Van or he's cosplaying Tyler. Today. I was gonna say it's exactly <laughs> how I do. <laughs> so no, by the way, everyone, if you're concerned about my mental health, my well being, I'm fine. I'm just dressed comfy today because I helped my boy move. No big deal. Speaking of move, the Lobos look like they're about to have some players on the move. As the fourth member of the University of New Mexico Lobos men's basketball team has slip-slid right into the transfer portal. Emmanuel Kwok, K.J. Jenkins, Josiah Olick, and now Javante Johnson are all in the transfer portal. And my question is, why did the, how did they do you so dirty? What is up with this mass exodus? I could understand like one player having some beef and like, you know, I don't like my situation. I'm not getting enough playing time. Uh, I want more NIL money. Uh, I want to move back close to my family. Uh, I knocked up my girlfriend. Uh, any number of reasons. Uh, I'm running from warrants that I got in Los Lunas. There could be any nice. number of things that could make you want to... Leave the one you're with. Start a new relationship with the Division One basketball team. That's that's Usher, Tyler. That's Usher. That was Usher. Yeah. You couldn't tell. Why are these guys leaving? What did we do so wrong? What did Coach Patino do so wrong? What did Eddie Nunez do that was so wrong? See, and I feel like this is probably not like a coaching problem as much as it's like a, a not buffering Albuquerque from their players problem they're not not doing enough to keep these players away from albuquerque new mexico (laughs) it's the problem they're like we we're sick of allsups like we're we need we need to i need to transfer to a city with more mavericks (laughs) where's the where's the the quick stop capital what's it called quick time qt Hmm. it's like a sexier maverick gas station like, they're sick of Allsup's. We got to go to where the Mavericks are. We got two Mavericks here in Albuquerque. We do. What's wrong, Javante? 
We did, we got four the, wins. You can't go out of here and and not get a four wins. You know what you, I mean? Like that's that's top tier gas stations. Do you not like Dion's Pizza? Mm-hmm. What is it, Javante? Did they accidentally put green chili on your pizza and it was too spicy? Oof. What's going on? You could could you not decide in between red or green? So you just decided to move away where those options those options aren't persistent. People don't have to put that pressure on you every day. You thought the pressure of being a Division One basketball p- program where fifteen thousand people show up to every game. You thought that was a lot of pressure. How about the pressure of choosing in between red or green? Come on, KJ, give me a break. What is the huevos rancheros that we're going to need to give them? Like, who is going to make that? Where is that from? That we're going to have to give these guys to incentivize them otherwise. If you're trying to keep them, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, where would we have to send? I'm taking them straight to Duran Central Pharmacy. I think Duran's is it. That's my jam. I think that's it. Not Duran's Station. That's like a. It's a step down. Duran Central Pharmacy only. And only at weird times, not like breakfast rush or lunch rush, like 1030 in the morning or like two in the afternoon where it's just us. And you know that they took the time to make those huevos rancheros perfectly, specifically for Emmanuel Kwok. (laughs) And we'll get him Christmas and we'll get him corn tortillas on the bottom with a big fluffy flour tortilla on the side. And I'll tell him, don't put too much chili but just enough that he could taste it. We don't want to burn him and scare him away. He did just enter the transfer portal. <laughs> Extra butter on that tortilla for Emmanuel Kwok. Like, I'm thinking if we could get a Duran's at Lobo Village, we'll keep these guys. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's close to there? Frontier. What's wrong with Frontier? Did they, did they not get a good meal at Frontier? Did you not get enough Frontier burritos? Was the Frontier burger that subpar for you? KJ Jenkins, what's the matter? Do you hate balloons? Josiah Olick? I mean, that's why Josiah's going to leave, because he didn't get that Allsup's sponsorship. Mm. Josiah, all sick, all sups. It all makes sense to me. I mean, this has got to be like just posturing for more NIL money. They're like, we're not happy with our six-figure deal. You know, let's, where's net? Where's my Netflix money at? Where's my Intel money at? Javante Johnson, he wants that Maverick money. Mm-hmm. They want that Sawmill District money. Yeah, give me some Saw, just give him a stack of gift cards to Sawmill. Where's that Los Poblanos check? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You think they've even been to the North Valley? I'm not thinking they have. I don't think they've been here long enough to have been there. Have they seen beautiful and historic North Valley? Mm. There's farms everywhere. Y'all ain't been to the Los There's Ojos just horses. They haven't been to the gun club like that. <laughs> that one, that one's a little spicy. Los Ranchos gun club. <laughs> that one's a little spicy. Yeah, go to the, go experience some new places in Albuquerque. It's all, it's not all university and Knob Hill and Student Ghetto. Josiah Olick, have you tried any of our beautiful camping trails, our hiking trails in the foothills? Basically, any road that goes east and west, it just dead ends into the mountain, and they have beautiful hiking trails. Josiah Olick, wouldn't you like to go hiking in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in your super nice Nike Lobos warm-up suit? Yeah. 
a manual clock? Don't you like camping in the Hamas? Have you tried camping in the Hamas? A manual clock? That'll keep you here. What else do we need to take them to do, Tyler? Oh, I'm telling you, there's all kinds. I'm going to take them. I mean, they already been to the doghouse, and that might be part of the reason that they're exiting. That's a spicy place to be. The doghouse? Yeah. The doghouse at night on the weekend gets gangster. Yeah, it's a little spicy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could go to Clown Dog in Knob Hill. It's super safer. They'll probably like let you autograph a hot dog or something. Have they even? Been you want to autograph a hot dog, Javante Johnson, and have them encase it in in glass and put it on their mantle in their hot dog restaurant? Don't you want to do that, Javante Johnson? Mm. I feel. I feel like my girlfriend left me. That's like I don't understand why. Like, let's have an exit meeting. Like, what did we do wrong? Mm. What did the University of New Mexico do wrong? What did the city of Albuquerque do wrong? Are you upset with all the construction on Central, close to university? (laughs) Did it inconvenience you on your way to practice and games and you're very frustrated? So you entered the transfer portal? Is that what's going on here? Do you not like sopapillas? What is your preferred dessert after a meal, KJ Jenkins? Do you not like sopapilla and honey? What's your problem? It's delicious and nutritious. Eat the sopapilla and enjoy it, KJ Jenkins. And this is going to be like it's a not me, it's a you thing. Because it can't be it's a not you, it's me thing. Because there has to be something wrong. You just don't decide willy-nilly to up and leave your brothers who you went to battle with so many times. You can't just, like, wake up one morning and decide that you're not going to go see those Sunday night cruises. You know, like, you can't Yes. just spur have the you, moment. Have you sat on the patio of a downtown bar and watched all the lowriders drive by mm-hmm. Sunday night on Central? It's fantastic. Emmanuel Kwok. Get some get some jackfruit tacos from sister, play some pinball, and watch lowriders drive by on Sunday night. It's a fantastic thing to do, Javante Johnson. What are you gonna you leaving just because Steve Stucker retired? Is that why you're leaving, KJ Jenkins? You're a big Steve Stucker guy, and you're sad he's not going to be on the news anymore? I'm wondering if there is, like, a number to how many Ron Bell billboards is too many Ron Bell billboards. I don't know. Like, is that possible? Let's ask Josiah Olick on his way out when we're doing the exit interview. (laughs) Is it because you hate Ron Bell? Does he creep you out about how small he is? Did he see Ron Bell in real life and notice that he was, like, 4'8", and he got freaked out? Now he wants to go play somewhere else? Is that why? Ron Bell's a really nice guy. I met him in person once. But he's tiny. You also can't escape Ron Bell. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Did you take the Breaking Bad tour and they didn't take you to Jesse's house? Like, why, why are you so upset? Why are you leaving us? Four Lobos in the transfer portal. I don't understand. We're on our way up. We have almost 10 more wins this year than we had last year. Don't you want to be with this ascending program? 
famous coach, Richard Patino, son of legend Rick Patino. He's going to do all the great recruiting. Jalen House said he's coming back, though. So there's a silver lining, Lobo fan. We got Dent coming back. He's a stud. I want him to get more minutes next year. There's a silver lining there. And look, these guys might come back to you, Lobo fan. They might be back. They might just come right back running into your arms. And you got to think it's nothing that you did, Lobo fan. You packed the pit this year. Good job. Over 15,000 people multiple times. You did great, Lobo fan. Welcome back. I don't know what you did to run these guys away. I'm going to say it's not you, but I don't know. Snake, snake you out there. Get these guys back, super fan Snake. Or I like to refer to him as the Juggalobo. Get these guys back, Snake. What do I got to do? 505-246-0610. Hit us up with all of your ideas. What can we do to get these guys back from the transfer portal? Yeah, we can get them back, right? Or you know what? 505-246-0610. Are we telling these dudes good riddance? We could do better than you anyways. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, KJ Jenkins. A lot of great sports and sports-adjacent content coming your way, friend of the show. When we get back, a unlikely matchmaker for Lamar Jackson reaches out to a billionaire. Hmm. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The. Welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The sports animal. We wouldn't be here without our partners and sponsors in the community. I'm going to send a special shout-out to John Lopez Real Estate and Coal Banker Legacy. They sponsor the studio here. You know we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at the 66 Diner. The boys are getting strong with Evolve Strong. And the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Do you know what a... Uh, Mad Lib is, Tyler? Mad Lib, yeah. Yeah, you got your little little book of almost written stories. You got to fill in some adjectives and adverbs. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you got a brand new fresh story. Yeah. Usually they're pretty funny. They're nonsensical. It's a lot of fun. I got one for you. Okay. If I were just to add a few proper nouns, like, I don't know, say a rapper's name. Right. Or maybe I'll pick another proper noun. Maybe a billionaire. Or how about an adjective? Let's go play, maybe. Or uh, a point of pride. How about being a patriot? Would you like to put this Mad Lib together, Tyler? I think so. How about Meek Mill tells Robert Kraft that Lamar Jackson wants to play for the Patriots? Okay, that's awesome. (laughs) What? No, that's awesome. What? (laughs) Philadelphia rapper Meek Mill... Not only has billionaire and Patriots owner Robert Kraft's number in his phone, but he is advocating on behalf of the free agent Lamar Jackson. First, Lamar Jackson's his own agent. Then he gets his mother to sit in for him. You know, strong advocate. I get it. 
you know, maternal bonds and all. And then Lamar Jackson has some just random dude, Uncle Chico or something like that, negotiating for him to the point where the NFL says you can't negotiate with anyone except for the player or their agent. He doesn't have an agent. He's his own agent. And his mother and apparently now Uncle Chico or whatever his name is and now Meek Mill Mill. are speaking for him. Yeah. The what? What is 50 Cent tells Jeff Bezos that moon landing won't be as easy as he thinks. What are, what are, what's going on here? Ja Rule tells the Weather Channel that the eye of a hurricane is the most dangerous spot on Earth. What is going on? I like this. I like this. I think Big Mill is a fantastic representative of all kinds of things. Oh, go on, please. <laughs> well, you remember his Instagram that went famous. I think it was like in 2020. Yeah, yeah, like sure. 2020, it blew up because he posted a picture of his knees like in a pool with like wet fries, like French fries on his knees. Now his knees acting as a plate for the fries. Like this is that rapper. That I missed that one. That's I know Meek Mill is an up and coming Philadelphia gangster rapper who yeah. got unfairly incarcerated. And there's a huge movement to free Meek Mill, which he eventually did. And also, I know Meek Mill from being the guy that performs before Philadelphia championship games. And Philadelphia always loses. So whatever the opposite of a rabbit's foot is, that's what Meek Mill is for Philadelphia sports. I did not know he was an advocate for free agency of Lamar Jackson and trying to be a matchmaker with the friggin' New England Patriots. This is blowing my mind. Do you remember when he got in that tickle fight with James Harden? It was like on live TV. He got into a tickle fight with James Harden. All right. Like, well, I know what I'm Googling after this segment's over. <laughs> this is I miss that one. <laughs> I can't think of anybody I would prefer to represent me than I think that guy. Meek Mill's got some pull, too. Yeah, you got to have pull. Got to have some pull. If All right. You can't say Meek Mill now. Okay. Who, what random person, and let's try to stay in the rap world here since we're talking about Meek Mill, who would be your representative? What rapper would you like to be your agent? I get like one rapper to represent me. Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane? Gucci. Face tats. Intimidating. He's got an ice cream cone on his face. Yeah. That's for the kids. A smart choice. Yeah. He's a family man. Got ice cream on his face. Yeah. I mean, it's between it's between him and whoever the guy was that rapped the Pokemon rap, the original. The original Pokemon rap? Do you remember the original Pokemon rap? I do not, but uh, Petridge, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Let's consult the Googles. Mm-hmm. Okay. OG Pokemon rapper. Yeah. That was the guy. <laughs> okay, here we go. Cam Steady? that sound correct? Cam Steady. Pokey Rap? Cam Steady, baby. Okay. Why him? Just because you like Pokemon as well as rap? This is probably one of the some of the greatest bars that have ever been spat. Okay. I got another thing to do in a commercial break. Mm-hmm. James Harden tickle fight with Meek Mill and then the Pokemon rap. You're getting educated. Thank you. It's a Tyler Lovely education right there. <laughs> 
If it's you, I'm sure it's the the GED of educations. Yeah, so um, if you're looking to negotiate out there, you don't know who to put in your corner, may I suggest one Philadelphia rapper, Meek Mill. Let's see if we can get this done for Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson doesn't want to pay outrageous rages, wages to some some sports agent. I mean, do you think he's going to get Meek Mill on a discount? Is this just like a homey thing? Is this a handshake deal? It sounds like drunk conversations leading to drunk texts. That's what I feel like. <laughs> this is on the way to it. Yeah. By the way, loyal listener, friend of the show, I'm not making this up. I'm not just trying to impress Tyler that I know who Meek Mill is. This is like a real thing that happened today. Meek Mill, Philadelphia rapper Meek Mill is matchmaking on behalf of Lamar Jackson and the New England Patriots. This I'm absolutely on the edge of my seat. Friend of the show, you should be on the edge of your seat as well because when we get back, the legend CJ Chavez of Evolve Strong Fitness We'll be back. Got a lot of sports and sports adjacent content coming your way. Great show. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. This report. Welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. You got a Red Bull in front of you, put it down. You got a cup of coffee in front of you, put it down. You don't need it. Because all the energy you ever need is coming from this guy right here. Owner-operator of Evolve Strong Fitness, head trainer, CJ Chavez, OG friend of the show. What's happening, my guy? How's it going, sir? You doing all right? Doing good, brother. Doing good. How do you be? Life is good. We had a good win this weekend out in Prescott with the Gladiators. Rise of Phoenix is going full strong forward now. You know, April 22nd is our big show. You know, the club is hopping. So I'm in a good spot right now. We're good. Well, I mean, you always have everything going on. You're a busy dude. You're high energy. Let's talk about being high energy. Where do, where does this come from? Because I know a lot of people, it's a, it's a big gray area in between motivation and dedication. How does that apply to your journey? So, you know, when you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Boom. And I really have a purpose now. You know, my, my passion is inspiring people to better themselves, you know, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I, I, I think I get more out of it than majority of my clients. And, um, you know, I was in a really dark spot about 16, 17 years ago. And, you know, it was fitness that kind of got me out of it. So every day I, I find it to be a, a real gift. And, you know, I, I, I give that energy back, and in turn, it comes back to me tenfold. And uh, it takes practice, too, man. I mean, I, I, I am a, one of the lucky ones that have figured out really what my purpose is in life. And I don't drudge at all during the day. Now, don't get me wrong. I get tired, man. I, you know, these 4 a.m. when that alarm goes off, and then I don't get home until 8 o'clock, I, I get tired. And I'm teaching three to four actual physical classes and client and clinic load. That's unbelievable. But, you know, I, I, I love what I do. And so I can't, and I've gotten pretty good at it. You know, when you, when you dedicate your life to 10 hours a day at, uh, for the last 15 years, 16 years, you, I, I love it. So that's, that's what I do. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, resilience. Let's talk a little bit about uh, overcoming some setbacks. 
because as a friend of the show, as a loyal listener knows, I've been doing the Rise of the Phoenix program with you guys about as close as I possibly can, considering the crazy life that I have doing this gig. I told you all about it. It's it's not the most inducive to having a normal schedule, but I've done my damnedest. And I had some really great results uh, the first couple months. But we've had a couple setbacks, CJ. NGL, brother, not going to lie. Tweaked my knee a little bit last week. Had to tone it back a little bit uh, throughout the end of the week. Got my uh, baseline back. And then now, I, speaking of back, I tweaked my back yesterday. So now i got to take it easy for a day or two till I'm back to baseline. Can you talk about overcoming these little setbacks and what it takes to stay consistent and stay successful? Yeah, you know, setbacks are part of the journey. And as a coach, and I'm, one of the hardest parts when I'm dealing with professional athletes is injury is part of the game. Injury is part of the process. Most of the time with individuals, I have to pull them back. So you're actually really smart in saying that I have to pull back. It doesn't mean that you're not going to keep going and meeting your yeah. deadline. It's just a small divot in the road. So you have to keep your eye on the grander prize. And a lot of individuals get really disappointed. And um, like, like I stated before on the show, the hardest part about a fitness journey is just getting started. And unfortunately, when you have when you feel like you have to restart again, it's the hardest part, right, to get back on that horse or that wagon yeah. and get moving again because it just takes a lot of energy, it takes a lot of focus, and to overcome that disappointment. But if you realize that it is just part of the process and expect it, then you have a different perspective on it. And sometimes it's good for you to kind of step back, recalibrate a little bit. And, you know, instead of going gangbusters full throttle, um, because the body needs that variant, it, it'll adapt to any situation. And then there's a law of diminishing returns when you are not recovering on a timely basis. Um, so, and, and part of that is injury. You know, if you're going way too hard and you haven't geared up to that, Injury is part of that process. So um, one of the things, just two, two big things, man, just keep an eye on the end prize and always remember that. And then secondly, change your perspective that this is part of the process. I'm not giving up. I just have to slow down a little bit and then we'll get and, and with no intention of getting off track completely. You're listening to Two Men On on The Sports Animal, and we're sitting down with owner-operator, head trainer at Evolve Strong. And let me tell you, friends of the show, the results are very real. Since I've been doing this with CJ and Evolve Strong Fitness, uh, the muscle's gone up every week. The fat has gone down every week. I feel absolutely fantastic, except for, like, the aforementioned little tweaks. But that comes with the territory. I'm past 40. I'm trying to live a healthier life. You're going to have these little setbacks. You just power through them, but keep yourself safe, keep yourself healthy. CJ, you mentioned the Gladiators. Big win, week one, on the road. How are the dudes looking? They're looking great. You know, we had very little injury this weekend, which is fantastic. I love it when our job ends when it's go time. Um, but they, they're, they're, you know, Nate's back nice and strong. The team is united. Um, we were going in eighth or ninth in the coaches' poll. I think we went up one or two, you know, uh, this because of the win. Um, our team looked good. So, I'm, you know, they have a great attitude this season. we got a lot of rooks, a lot of rookies, but we got a lot of good returning players. So, you know, right now I, the season looks bright. 
How's Nate's health? Nate the Great, Nate Davis. Is he looking good to go for the season? Nate, he, he's doing great out there. He performed quite well. It looked like he didn't even take a year off, you know? <laughs> he came in. He's more physically fit this year, and uh, his mind is in a good place. Um, he's really united the team, so I'm I'm really excited. EvolveStrong.com, 3201 Candelaria Northeast, 505-872-3408. EvolveStrong on all your favorite social medias. Uh, can we talk about the app a little bit? And, you know, I was talking earlier um, in our conversation about, you know, just being busy. Like, we went to Phoenix for spring training. We're going to L.A. for WrestleMania. We've been to the Super Bowl. We've been to the Royal Rumble. We're going to go do other stuff. We're, we're hosting events. Our schedule changes every week. When I have that app in front of me, the Evolve Strong app, it makes everything so much easier. I could count my calories. I can organize my workouts. And I can get a hold of you guys if I need some guidance and motivation. Can you talk to the friends of the show about the app and anything they could do with it? Yeah, so during the, the COVID is was a double edged sword, right? It 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 almost killed us, but it also sure. really made us tech savvy, and so we became one hundred percent virtually accessible in all that we do. And one of the creations was the Evolve Fitness app, which is a state of the art app where we literally, you know, we we teach about there's about eighty to one hundred and twenty classes per week here at Evolve, and about half of those are recorded or live zoomed in so from wherever. Now, what we do is we take those recordings and we download them into the app. So on your app itself, you're going to have well over now almost 3,500 different classes taught by 50 different instructors that you can pull up anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Um, and there, there's a fresh download, pretty much every, a bulk download every single day. Um, but then, like you also said, uh, we, we've created what we call the Phoenix Method, and it's a five-point. But the first three are movement every single day. See, I, I'm the first to tell everybody, you don't need a trainer. You don't need a gym. All you need is you know, a, a good mat in your body, but you need the dedication. So if you're moving about 30 minutes a day, if you're watching what you're eating, I don't believe in diet, but I do believe in moderation. So, you know, I eat the donut, you know, eat the birthday cake, drink a glass of wine if you have a hot date, but just don't do it every day and earn it if you've moved and don't do it every day, right? So those two things right there, if you can do the movement where with one of those videos that right are at your fingertips, about 30 minutes of it, you don't even have to do the whole hour and you could split it up to 15-minute segments. And then you can use the app to monitor your nutrition. And then if you hold yourself accountable, like you said, that app um, does hold you accountable for doing your measurements and we as trainers will ding you and say hey what what the heck right so that offers that little motivation of saying i'm being watched and that's the you know the third part of our phoenix method so that app really plays part in the core competencies of what it takes to just be fit just to feel better you know to keep your weight in check or to lose it a little bit to gain that muscle and to be guided you know accordingly CJ, thank you so much for everything you've done for me and my personal fitness journey, and thank you so much for everything you've done for Albuquerque, surrounding areas, keeping everybody uh, happier and healthier uh, and safer. Anything to leave us with before we let you go? No, you got four weeks, buddy. Boom, let's I, go. I hear that you're going to be doing some some fun stuff up on that stage. <laughs> yes, Phoenix, so. yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I got to get in the hot room and stretch out this back so I can be ready to go, get back on my normal schedule. 
All right. I look forward to it. I'll see you around. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, you, CJ. CJ Chavez, owner-operator, Evolve Strong Fitness, EvolveStrong.com. Check them out. They are the truth. I can't sing their praises enough. When we get back, Van's got a crush. It's too bad she's too young and pretty and successful and talented and never have a chance. But I'm going to tell you all about it when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Program in question, of course, being Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. As always, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at the 66 Diner. The boys are getting strong with Evolve Strong. And the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Tyler, I know you're not aggressively following the men's and or women's basketball tournament even though you still got skin in the game i do though. tyler I'm, I'm not aggressively i'm following enough did you listen to that commercial that i cut that i sent you no which one i might it might be you have dropbox on your phone you might might not even be able to the, play I, it i think it was the dropbox file right yeah yeah anyways so i cut a commercial saying if you got skin in the game uh tyler lovely has more because if Florida Atlantic University wins the national championship, and Tyler is correct, Tyler, who knows nothing about college basketball, <laughs> if Tyler is correct, the boys are buying him plane tickets to Boca Raton, Let's Florida. Let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. I feel like it's it's only just, right? Like, they're doing their thing. I, I kind of can't believe it. If you If you missed out on that segment... We, uh, we filled out our brackets one day, and we shared our answers, and, and Tyler said he's got Florida Atlantic University going all the way. Boca. And we chuckled. We're like, that's the dumbest pick I've ever heard. Boca. How did you, how did you jump to that conclusion? Boca Raton. Those are the two words. Yes. Yep, two and words. Tyler said, I just filled out my bracket on places that I'd like to go to vacation exactly to. Exactly it. <laughs> and Boca Raton was the all-out winner. <laughs> So with that rationale, I didn't think they had a single chance not only to get to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight or the Final Four. They got a chance to win this mother. And if they do, the boys are buying you plane tickets, Tyler. Let's go. Let's go. I'm trying to visit them retirement communities. I heard it's mostly (laughs) retirement communities out there, like, for the most part. It's got wonderful golf. (laughs) We're just some family out there. I'm so down. They just let us drive the golf cart around in the neighborhood, Tyler. <laughs> this is where you want to live. It's beautiful. It really is where I want to live. <laughs> it just so is. So you gotta you gotta pay for your Airbnb and hotel and food and drinks. The boys will send you there at the very least. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. <laughs> Playing better than any player in the men's tournament. And I'm sorry I slept on this young woman, but Iowa Hawkeyes guard Caitlin Clark is lighting up the women's tournament, and it is a sight to behold. She is the best amateur player on the planet, and I don't think it's close. I'm talking men and women. She is absolutely dominating a tournament. Never once in the history of the women's NCAA tournament that's been going for 
oh, God, I don't know, 350 years, name a number, I don't care. There's never been a 30-point triple-double. When they had 32 teams, never happened. 64 teams, never happened. It's never happened in the history of the NCAA tournament. Tyler, she's done it twice. She's doing it. In this tournament. She's done it twice already. And it's ne- a 30-point triple-double has never happened. She's done it twice with 40 points. It is insane. Look at the stat line. Sunday against Louisville, 14-point win. Mm. 41 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists, 3 steals. That is insane. Last week, 10-point win over Colorado. 31 points, 3 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals. Sunday the 19th. Eight-point win over Georgia. 22 points, three rebounds, 12 assists, three steals. The Friday before that, on a 50-point a win, 95-43. to 43, That was embarrassing. 26 points, seven rebounds, 12 assists, in only 29 minutes. The opening game against Ohio State, a 30-point win. Another triple-double, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 17 assists. She is nuts. She is lights out. She's averaged over 25 points, over five rebounds, over five assists, more than a steal a game her whole career, three years. She's got another year of eligibility. She wants it. She's the best amateur basketball player on the planet. In all, yeah, all leagues. Don't at me. I don't care who you say. Victor Wimbayama gets paid. Don't give me that Victor Wimbayama garbage. He already gets paid. Kaylin Clark's an amateur athlete, and she is the best on the planet. And it's not even close. One hour in the books. When we get back, we're talking more men's NCAA tournament as uh, kind of a controversial ending to Jeff Simbieta's and Josh Sushan's San Diego State Aztecs. As they get to not only the Elite Eight, but to the Final Four for the first time in the history of the Mountain West Conference, uh, go Aztecs. Talking Aztecs, we're talking the rest of the Final Four when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Now Now betting for the Sports sports Animal, animal, your your afternoon afternoon drive. drive. Number Number two, two, Men men on. On. Van Nunley, Van Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And, and in the on-deck on circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. 5 o'clock right here, Two Men On. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. San Diego State has a chance to be the first mid-major, the first team in a not-power conference to win the championship. You know, as does their opponent and Tyler's favorite team, Florida Atlantic University. Boca. The Boca boys. Boca. 
them Boca boys. I might just join you on vacation. Yeah, let's go. I need a vacation. I'm I need so a down. beach. I need a beach in my life. We'll reset the age on our Tinder profiles to like 60, and we'll just go kill it out there. Yes. Yep. Dye the beard gray. Yep. Just slay it. <laughs> Did you bring your Cialis? <laughs> Just good genes, Janice. What do you say we stock up on some Metamucil and we go down to Boca? <laughs> Let's do it, baby. <laughs> I'd need half an hour after my Centrum Silver before I'd get crazy, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the dirty, Tyler, until Matlock's over. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, I'm sorry, Tyler. We can't bump nasties. Murder, she wrote, on next. <laughs> so it could be a huge moment in the history of college basketball. And, and a lot of people say that if San Diego State or Florida Atlantic win this whole thing, it's going to be the second time that a mid-major, a non-power conference team has won the championship and I'm going to tell you, that's hot garbage. That is BS. Because 1990 UNLV had four players go to the NBA. That's power conference stuff right there. Oh, yeah. That's money under the table stuff. That's Miami University stuff right there. So there's, in my eyes, lifelong sports fan, that this will be the first time it ever happens. Whoever wins, Florida Atlantic or San Diego State, I'm going for San Diego State for a friend of the show, friend in real life, Josh Sushan, you know, your favorite host of the morning show, Jeff Simbietta, is also a San Diego State homer. So for the sake of the happiness of my friends and coworkers, I would like to see them win. Also, if they do lose, I would like to see Florida Atlantic go all the way to break this mid-major curse, to break this non-power school curse, and also to send super producer Tyler to Boca Raton, Florida. Boca, baby. As I opened my mouth like a fool and said, if Florida Atlantic wins the whole thing, I'll send you to Boca Raton, and I'm a man of character and integrity, and I keep my word. My carry-on going to be pull, full of pool floaties. <laughs> I haven't put on, like, some really strong SPF in a long time. I miss it. You know, you, you, you boy, I'm about as ginger as they get. Like, I'm basically see-through. Like, my skin color is, like, strawberry milk, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I load up on the SPF every summer. Otherwise, I'll die. Like, I just die. Mm. The sun will just kill me. Like, it affects my hydration, like, you know, like, directly, like, being outside for 20 minutes. Oh, no that's, doubt. That's my level of, of, of caucasity as well. <laughs> caucasity. <laughs> Caucasoidism. Yes. <laughs> San Diego State had a crazy ending to their basketball game. Like, the whole fourth quarter was back and forth. And just crazy play after crazy play. Like, there's a mix of, like, really genius basketball being played and really bonehead basketball being played. 
as San Diego State was up for with possession of the ball and just ready to cruise, like not a care in the world. Couldn't get an inbounds pass in, had to call a timeout, had to retry the inbounds pass, and in desperation, and look, I'm no prognosticator, I'm no college, I'm no X's and O's expert in the game of college basketball, but I do know a couple things. You don't inbound the ball towards your opponent's goal, and you don't inbound the ball over your opponent's head. Guess what they did? Both of those things and gave a middle school layup to the other team to get it within two. So Creighton, who has a prolific offense until they played San Diego State's defense, were doing their thing, and they had a chance. So you don't give a team with a prolific offense, people who can pound threes, don't just give them two free points like a fool. Cue the Benny Hill music. Creighton's down two, and I know, loyal listener, you already watched this. You know what happened, but I want to discuss it a little bit because there's some, there's some unwritten rules and there's some written rules that I want to discuss with the way this game ended. So Creighton down two. Bring it down the court, have a chance, boom, tie it. Tie game, one possession left. San Diego State brings it down the court, one-on-one ISO, drive to the basket, pull-up jumper, turns into a floater, and he gets fouled. Seven seconds left. Or no, excuse me, with one... 7 7 left at the foul, and then the free throw. 1.2 seconds left. I know, old school basketball fan. I know, sports fan. By the way, 505 246 0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. The exact same number, 505 246 0610. Sports Animal Text Line. Give me your hot takes on the end of the San Diego State game. I get it old school basketball fan let the guys play and it's just like the end of the super bowl with the pass interference you don't want the game to end with a bad call or a right call but it's still a call and in this situation the creighton defender had his hand on the san diego state shooter's hip and twisted him and put and pulled him down and altered his shot. That is a foul. Yeah, he pretty clearly tried to get away with that hip check. It's obviously, and it's not just the old school hand check. Like, he was pushing him and pulling him down at the same time. Yeah, I feel like it's it, pretty obvious. It definitely yeah. altered his trajectory. It altered the shot. A hundred percent of the time, that should be called a foul. Mm-hmm. It's a foul in the rule of basketball. I don't want a game, if I'm watching a game, especially like something like a lifelong dream for these kids, they've been working months and years for this, trying to get to this moment, get to the Final Four with a trip to the national championship game on the line. Look, sports fan, I get it. I understand. You don't want the refs to alter the end of this game. But it was a foul call. If it's a foul in the first quarter, it's a foul 
in the last seconds of the game. If it's a foul right before halftime, it should be a foul right before the final buzzer. I don't want the game to end that way because the fourth, I mean, okay, there's not quarters. There's only halves in college basketball. Quit yelling at your radio right now, Albuquerque. I know. Where the fourth quarter would have been, it was back and forth the whole time. It was a fantastic, hard-fought game. Creighton did everything they possibly could to deal with San Diego State's punishing defense. And by the way, San Diego State, one of the best team defenses I think I've had eyes on in quite some time. But look, you don't want the ref to win the game. You don't want the whistle to be the deciding factor of the game. I get it. I don't either. But if it's a foul in the first half, if it's a foul in the second half, then it's a foul right at the buzzer too. Call the foul. It's fine. I got an idea, Creighton fan. I got an idea, Grand Torino basketball fan in the rocking chair on your front porch. That's not the way I would have called it. You're going to run into that guy a lot in Boca Raton, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Used to be better back in his day. I get it. I understand. I'm fine with it. I get it. I don't want the refs to alter the ending of the game. But you know what else I don't want altering the ending of the game? A guy fouling him. It's a foul. Grow up. Get over it. If he commits the foul, you got to call the foul. If it's a foul in the first half, it's a foul in the second half. It's a foul right at the buzzer, too. Don't commit the foul. How about that? The ref doesn't have to blow his whistle when you don't commit the foul. Get over it. I believe we got a caller, but we're up against it. We got to go to a break. Hang with us on the Sports Animal Hotline, and we'll get you and your hot take right when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. It's time to rock. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We wouldn't be here without our partners and sponsors, such as John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy. Anything that you need in the real estate world, you're buying, you're selling, you're renting, you want to get into the real estate industry, you want to be employed by the real estate industry, you just concerned about the real estate industry you have questions about the real estate industry john lopez be that dude john lopez real estate Colwell banker legacy hit him up for all of your real estate needs 505-246-0610 hit us up on the sports animal hotline same number 505-246-0610 send us all your hot takes over the sports animal text line uh, we got a caller here with some hot takes on the San Diego State ending. Uh, Vincent, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Well, you know, a lot of uh, something that has been forgotten that uh, Creighton coach uh, McDermott took that foul uh, with uh, six seconds to go when he shouldn't have. Uh, you know, he had a foul to give. But what happened then is that San Diego State 
then could uh, the the shot clock reset. Right. So uh, instead of just playing good defense, maybe getting a rebound with two or three seconds to go, calling timeout, and maybe uh, you know going the other way. Uh, basically, Creighton uh, was hoping for overtime. Yeah, I think you're exactly right on that. Just trying to to run the clock out and go into overtime instead of playing for the win. That's what I saw. Uh, It's not the worst gamble because San Diego State doesn't really have a prolific offense and San Diego State doesn't have a number one shooter that you know you got to protect and rely on. It's kind of an all-hands-on-deck team effort for San Diego State. Not the worst decision. It's not the one I would have made. But, I mean, the point is he, he took it from maybe they could win in regulation because they had no chance to win in regulation. And they're just hoping for overtime, which, you know, that's uh, you got to think about that. Uh, you, know, it, you know, it was kind of a technicality or something, but I don't know. I, I just think, and, of course, the last call, I mean, if we can get 50 people to say it was the right call, we can get 50 people to say it was the wrong call. I, I don't know. But, I mean, it depends on what, you know, whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard to pin a game down to one single solitary call because right here on the Sports Animal text line, friend of the show Nate says, whistle or not, it doesn't matter. They had the better part of 40 minutes to put San Diego State away, and they didn't. And I think that's that's the logical conclusion right there is there's a lot of plays throughout the game that they could have done differently. And why didn't they do that? We can't complain about one foul call, which I'll scream from the top of the Sandias. It was a friggin' foul. Get over it. They made the right call. Man, I was rooting for San Diego State. Don't, don't get me wrong. I wish they could have won a little bit differently, but, I mean... Uh, you know, if they don't call a thing, I don't know, and it goes into overtime and they lose, uh, it's kind of it's kind of tough. So, and a lot of people that were rooting for Creighton are East Coast biased because they're in the the Big East. So you got to remember that. Oh yeah, that that definitely exists uh, in sports. Uh, thanks for the call, Vincent. I really appreciate the hot take. Uh, it was a crazy game. Um, I, I really don't see Florida Atlantic being able to score on that San Diego State defense enough to come out on top. I mean, San Diego State shot poorly from two, from three, in the paint. They had an awful offensive performance, made some clutch shots when they needed to, but they barely did enough to win, and that defense is the difference. I don't see Florida Atlantic, and I'm sorry, Tyler. Mm. I don't want to break your heart. Part of me wants you to win so I could buy you a plane ticket to Boca. I, just don't, I, don't, I don't think FAU, they've had some very impressive wins against some good teams. They've had some wins against a couple cupcakes, but I don't think Florida Atlantic is ready for this San Diego State defense. San Diego State moves on to face most likely UConn, unless Miami can shoot lights out. We'll have more Final Four previews throughout the week. Uh, Make sure you don't miss 
opening day with the boys this Thursday at Howie Sports Page. We'll be there all day hanging out, watching baseball, doing the program, having some fun. Uh, first one's on us as long as the second one's on you, friends of the show. Uh, opening day is like my favorite day of the year. It's the Super Bowl to me because as you know, Albuquerque, as you know, friends of the show, I'm a huge baseball dork. Like, I love it. It's this time of the year when it turns into spring and then through summer, the dog days of summer, and it's just the smell of the fresh clipped grass and the the ambiance of a ballpark, the baseball chatter, the hay batter batters, the the smell of hot dog smoke in the air, the smell of caramel corn and kettle corn in the air. I just love it. It just lights up all my endorphins. To me, there is nothing better than day baseball. And I'm so excited to have baseball back. I'm so excited to have the Isotopes back. As you know, the boys are going to be live from Isotopes Stadium every Friday. We'll be there opening night, closing night, and every single Friday and special event that they have the Isotopes. We have so much fun with that. We do some giveaways. We give away some stickers, give away some shirts. Sometimes we got some giveaways from the Isotopes as well. But we have an absolute blast at Isotopes Park. And make sure you join us every Friday. Every Friday at home, of course. We don't travel with the team and do our show from you know, uh, Oklahoma City or Grand Rapids or wherever the hell they go. Every Friday home game, we are at Isotope Stadium. Come have some fun with the boys. And don't miss opening day at Howie's Sports page. We're going to rage at the page. When we get back and throughout the rest of the hour, we're talking NFL football, quarterback carousel, and uh, some new agents on the team. Pretty excited for this. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The boys wouldn't be here without our partners and sponsors in the community. Uh, you know that we play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake with the boys. That goes down at 66 Diner. We're getting strong at Evolve Strong. Well, mostly me, but also all of us are getting strong at Evolve Strong. And the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Talking a little Lamar Jackson when we get back. If you haven't forgot, Lamar Jackson's looking for a new home. And if you haven't forgot, there's another co-host of this program, Two Men On, right here on 95.9 FM AM 610, The Sports Animal, one Fred Slow. Welcome to the program, Fred. Uh, oh, my God. All right, what we need to do is get rid of your stupid cool guy energy and bring my overreactive energy to this thing because I'm <laughs> over it. I'm over you and your stupid smoking chair and your stupid cognac and your your stupid laid-back uh, cool guy mental, man. I'm too fired up for that. I'm fired up about the Mountain West making it to the Final Four and them uh, proving me a fool, proving me a gigantic fool because I called them fools and I said it was a booty division. And then friends of the show somehow are texting me on the weekends and they're telling me how wrong I am. And that's when I realized that uh, this maybe is not the life I should have chosen. <laughs> okay. No one expect you to be correct. No. Let's make that clear. Tyler Freak. 
freaking lovely over here with Florida Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. Make make me call my dad. I gotta call my dad and tell him Tyler Lovely's better at sports than me. <laughs> he literally is. That's a bad it's, call. It's embarrassing. If I called my dad, hey, is this a good call or a bad call? What okay. I'm saying. Yeah. Me calling my dad. Mm-hmm. Tell him that Tyler Lovey is better at sports than me. Is that a good call or a bad call? Bad call. That's a bad call. That's a bad call. That's a bad call. Okay, is me calling my ex-girlfriend and saying, hey, listen, I'm sorry about everything that ever happened. It's all my fault. I want to make it up to you. Let's figure it out. Is that a good call or a bad call? It's a bad call. Okay. <laughs> Did is, you do either of those today? <laughs> is the San Diego State Creighton at the end of the game yesterday with the second left where be a pull-up jumper is made and the official blows his whistle? Is that a good call or a bad call? It's the only call. That's the call. Yeah. call. Swear to God, you idiots, you fools, <laughs> you son of a guns. Do you not understand the evolution of a game? Do you not understand a three-pointer in the first two minutes of the game is insanely different than a three-pointer in the last 20 seconds of a game, and you don't make that call when there's only 22 combined fouls in the entirety of the entire game, 11 fouls in the second half? Are you kidding me? Swallow the whistle, you Big East-loving, uh, I'm assumed, book-cooking, a cheater of an official and all the mob money behind you? Well, he should have made the shot. He, yeah, yeah, he should have. And there should have been no call. If there is a foul seven seconds into I, the game. I will smack you across your dumb lying mouth. I will. It's go- the same call if there's seven <laughs> seconds left in the game. Meet me. A foul in the first half is the same as a foul in the second half. Catch and me it's the same as a foul Right before the buzzer. Catch me outside Howie's sports page, the intersection of Montgomery and Tramway, where I will physically fight you over that take. <laughs> That's the worst. You don't ever. <laughs> Old man yeah. slow. Back in the house. Back in the house. Never left the house. This is my house. Whose house? Protect this house. Raise the roof on this house. One's house. Who let the dogs out? Not sure how that one applies. <laughs> I was so fired up over the weekend. You know that song's not about dogs? No, it's about ugly ladies. About yeah. Ugly women. Yeah. <laughs> about ugly ladies at a club. No one knew that. Tyler's like, yes. You think your you're cute children singing Who Let the Dogs Out? They wrote that song about the library. Yes. Ouch. When the lights come on at the library? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you the bar. I thought you were smeared, talking about a... You know what smeared mascara there is at the library at one forty-five yes. in the morning? It's rough. It's a cry eyes. Speaking of dogs, it's rough. It's, there, thank you. Uh-huh. You want to talk Lamar Jackson? I'm still so fired up over basketball. Well, I mean, you get fired up when you're super wrong and you got to cognitive dissonance your way into a hot take. All right, a little industry taker. Are we in segment one or two? Where, <laughs> is this segment two or three? This is seven. Where we get back, <laughs> Lamar Jackson talk. I'm going to light that world on fire, too. Twitter is the greatest attorney and agent of them all. Except for one. I'll tell you who that is wherever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. You turn this stupid cool guy music off, you let Van infect you with his cool guy energy. What are you talking about? That's the best intro music we got. You act like you're Tim Meadows over here. You think you're so cool, like Tim Meadows. <laughs> Tim Meadows. That's that's what you read? Oh, you're going ladies' man, aren't oh, you? Going ladies', ladies man. man. Yeah. You're not cool. You don't make sports cool. No, that's it, but, but I also like tennis. That's, that's a very good Tim Meadows from the ladies' Thank man. <laughs> that's my biggest problem with you, for real. 
I called it the L.A. Forum because that's where the magic happens. That's a very good one. Is that an original? Or is no, that that's from actually from the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do you do this with sports? Why do you think you're cooler than sports? Why don't you have the fandom that I and every friend of this show have? You're over here on your throne of, of coolness, just, just oozing and dripping like Kool-Aid, and we're over here trying to just enjoy sports like actual sports fans because my prop bet, my parlay of four picks of the XFL all to hit the under was missed by one game. No. I was so close. I forgot to pay attention to I, that. I paid super attention to it, and the stupid uh, Seattle um, releasers, what's the name of the Seattle team? I don't know. Yeah, the release the Krakens, they they went over by six or by three points. Three points. So I had the under on. So I, here's what I did, Tyler. We went to, because by the way, you owe us $10. We'll talk about that at a later point. So we went and placed a bet on our big eight game parlay, which by the way, if we'd have bet the opposite of everything we picked, we'd have won. That's incredible. <laughs> I don't know how we missed every single one. <laughs> we, we only got two right out of eight. We're very bad. Yeah. With that said, I was like, well, hey, you know what we should do just like to win our monies back? We should have spent the under on every XFL game. Yeah. So so we put down a 10 spot. That way we could win whatever it was. It's a million to one or whatever. So I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to have $10 million. But one XFL game hit the over. The rest of them all hit the under. Stupid XFL that I didn't watch one second of. So Stup- you're, you're, you're not supposed to do that. What? You're not supposed to chase your losses. They, what, they call it the Monday hedge. Is that right? They a call it chase? something like What that. is a chase? I'm talking about a sure thing. <laughs> sure things win. Yeah. Uh, you lost. Uh, okay. Interesting. But. Yeah. Did Silicon Valley Bank lose? So we. No. No one is going to bail out. Another casino isn't going to bail you out of your losses to a casino. Oh, I know. That's not how gambling works. Oh, interesting. You have personality here now that I'm back, and you're not just cool guy van anymore. Just <laughs> flipping through the flipping through the papers at the coffee shop, disrespecting everyone who walks in, trying to talk about the scores. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's you. That's, the whole first hour I'm listening because I was I had to be in a thing, but I was listening. And the whole first hour you're like this. You're like, hey y'all, hey, uh, cool day in sports today. Not as cool as me, man. That was you, the whole first hour. None, none of that's See, true. You're bringing your weekend okay. energy to the Monday show. Fine, half of that's true. Can we talk about code switching real quick? Tyler, you're about to get a grown-up lesson. Okay. Bring the energy that I bring to the show. That's it, Tyler. That's the whole lesson. Gotcha. Just because you come into the studio with that energy. I'm Miley Cyrus, dog. Not the cool Miley Cyrus that does Disney's Backyard Sessions with Dolly Parton. I'm the wrecking ball version. <laughs> you are the wrecking ball version. Yeah. Of a human, not just Miley Cyrus. Oh, what about the climb? The climb? It's a really good Miley reference if you didn't get it. That's a I don't. Uh, wrecking ball is obviously my only Miley reference. That's not true because I've seen you party. I've seen you party in the USA. She did that song? <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that Carly Rae Jepsen? Wasn't that Britney? Carly Rae did a, uh, oh, you know, Tyler, what's the Carly Rae song? Uh, here's my number, so call me maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let me get not your... the same song? No, that song is like, so here's my Snapchat or whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know all the versions. So here's my number, come party in the USA. Here's my WhatsApp. <laughs> here's my OnlyFans. 
Tyler uses, subscribe to me, maybe. Tyler uses WhatsApp because his phone gets turned off all the time. All the time. Uh-huh. So he has to always be plugged into it. This yeah. is no joke. My phone is super off right now. It's yeah. super all the way off. Tyler, you need to borrow some money? What's up? No, it's, I switched plans and I timed it wrong. So. It, <laughs> what? Nice. Just say turn it on now. <laughs> I switched what? to Xfinity. They need me to reapply back to my old phone plan to get my phone number transfer pin, whatever. Right now, there's a Xfinity tech listening to the show. There's someone driving around yeah. in this beautiful city of Albuquerque, New Mexico, or adjacent. 505-246-0610 Sports Animal Hotline. Call Tyler Tell because I promise you it's not Xfinity that's the problem here. Like, I know Tyler pretty well. It's not Xfinity that's causing Tyler's issue. It's for sure me. It's it's Mint Mobile just got bought out by Verizon, so there you go. Is that is that a possibility for you? What is Mint Mobile? Are they using that in Boca Raton? Yes, they do. Is that a retirement? Hey, no, in Boca Raton, they have those... Rotary dial only phones. Right. Giant, those giant Reader's Digest button phones. Have you seen those? The ones that say I've fallen, but I can't get up phones. Yeah, life alert phones. That's what my dad has. The ones with the big old buttons on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad has that. I feel like the big buttons are useful for people of all ages and not just elderly, just so we're clear. I wear one of those Apple watches, and you guys can see it right now. You ever seen bigger numbers on an Apple watch? <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Pretty big. <laughs> I have the biggest one you can buy, and I have the biggest graphical numbers that you can put on there. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm like cool guy Van up. over here who wears a, a rotary watch, who wears oh. a watch that came over on the Mayflower that he has to <laughs> wind every morning because he's so cool. So first off, I hate jewelry. I don't like any jewelry on me. A watch is not jewelry. Yeah, a watch is jewelry. Oh, no, that's a tool. A tool? Yeah, like you, this first hour of the show, when you were so cool. You were cooler than sports. I well, I knew it was just going to be me and Tyler, so I ate an edible. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> hey, guys, I know you're having a long day at the mill. Let's talk about Meek Mill, my guy. That was you in the first hour. Yeah, Meek Mill is awesome. That's what? a crazy story. Why do you talk to our friend? Philadelphia oh. rapper Meek Mill yeah, so sweet. has billionaire Robert Kraft's number in his phone. Just that fact alone is mind-boggling. Yeah. Also, he's speaking on behalf of Lamar Jackson. Also, he's a matchmaker, matchmaker, make, make me a quarterback me. over to the New England Patriots. Yeah, this got, whole thing is surreal. I got to back Van up on this one. I feel like it's a pretty cool way to start a Monday. Meek Mill. And edibles. Mm-hmm. There's like 45 massage parlors and strip malls in Florida that have Robert Kraft's number. And Van is over here like, no, that's a cool thing. That's exclusive. <laughs> no, it's not. Meek Mill isn't giving Robert Kraft dirty strip mall HJs. He's giving him advice on his future of his franchise. Here's what Robert Kraft has to do. Robert Kraft has to look Meek Mill in the face and goes, did you miss the last 23 years? And then that handles that conversation. Robert Kraft needs about zero help from anyone. Robert Kraft needs 0% help. He obviously needs help. All the massage parlor stuff. No. He needs help. That's a vice. We talked about Shooting off the yogurt can. That's an addiction. Yeah. As Tyler Lovely has told me multiple times, it's not my fault. Do you think he likes it on his back or on his belly? It's Xfinity. That's what he said. The help that Robert Kraft does not need is the help that you guys do need from me on this show because it's no longer cool guy show. Sports guy show. That's me. Yeah, go sports. Bring in the heat. Unlike you guys. She loves sports and broccoli. Uh, Welcome to Two Men on Some Sports. We got uh, lots of cool stuff. Today. That was you. 
was channeling my inner McConaughey. That was you today. Yeah. You're the Longhorns are in the <laughs> Final Four. Let's uh, I, I, boy, all right, boy. All, right, all right. I hook them horns, brother. We got yeah. so close. We, uh, Elite Eight. That's pretty cool. Burnt Sienna. How about I burnt this incense? I, that's you. I, the goal is to cut that net, brother, but yeah. Elite Eight. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. A lot cooler if you could. That was you, all first hour. Code switch. You remember the aforementioned edible? It was weird when Tyler did a whole segment on chicken nuggets. I thought, this show's off the rails. <laughs> Take half a day off. I've been wearing sunglasses since 4 o'clock. That is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Tyler Level, you can't afford a you cell phone. did a phone chicken nugget segment? When or was, a haircut. When was this one? We were talking raising canes, to be honest. Oh, to be fair. Is that where? To be fair. How's raising Kane's Wi-Fi so you can use your WhatsApp yeah, on your phone? Question, Tyler. <laughs> is it good Wi-Fi there? Tyler's like, you know what? <laughs> the thing about raising Kane's is I don't mind when the grease smell gets into my clothes. I which, like it. Which fast food restaurant that's really close to a city bus stop has the best Wi-Fi? Is McDonald's every time? It's McDonald's time. Every, every time. time. That it's was going to be my guess. Mc- they have the A, most accessible, and B, it's just consistent. The gas station McDonald's, to me, are far superior than standalone McDonald's. That's not for this show, but I have my reasons. Okay. Okay. You don't want to give your reasons right now? Two men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now, now betting for the, for the Sports, sports animal. animal, your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number two, men on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. This is my second favorite intro music. Yeah, because it's... The second coolest one, cool guy van. Yeah. Rest of the show, you're cool van. Cool era. I was getting so mad listening to you on the way over here. Because you're pumped. Yeah, because they get fired up because it's a bangers of a sports weekend. There's a bangers of a sports weekend coming up. It's WrestleMania week. Tyler's the only guy in the whole freaking country that picks Florida Atlantic International (laughs) to get wherever they went. And you're over here like, hey, y'all, I'm going to talk to you like I talked to a lady on Tinder. Like, what? Is that is that what my text sound like? It's I, the one time I catfished you as a lady on Tinder. I thought you were super cool. Yeah, which one were you? I might still be matched. It, no, I I deleted and started a new one, but you didn't match with it. No team. one's ever unmatched me. Which one was it? No, 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 I deleted you. You sure? Lamar Jackson announces that he requested a trade from the Ravens on March second. First of all, people have um they've they put the tag on this breaking news. I got I got some news for you. If it happened on March 2nd, it's not breaking. Well, no, the leak just came out today. It's not a leak. He tweeted it. Yeah. How? He outed himself. How it wasn't leaked in between March 2nd and today, March 27th. 25 days of Lamar Jackson news being suppressed like that? That is a miraculous. I'm about to read something. I'm starting to think the moon landing might have been fixed. Might have been fixed. Yeah. If you can keep this Lamar Jackson information under wraps for 25 days, 
maybe all of NASA is in on it. Okay, let's do this. Let's have a conversation real quick about the last 25 days of sports. Have they been the best 25 days of sports in the history of sports? They have. Of course. It's the best NCAA tournament in the history of the NCAA. Of all time. Fantastic. All right. Also, what else is happening in that time? Spring training baseball? Okay, that super counts. Also, what else? Oh, F1 started? Okay, put that in the books as a thing that counted. NFL Combine has been going on? The road to freaking WrestleMania? And you're going to be over here like, uh, all eyes have been on Lamar this whole time. No, they have not. They have been on Pat Beverly showing LeBron James how tiny he is on the court after he hits a turnaround hook shot on him. You've never been more wrong in the history of this program. How so? It is all Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers all day. Uh, That's the only thing that matters in this world. Absolutely Aaron Rodgers. Where is Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson going? That's all the world cares about. I care. That's all we should talk about. We shouldn't have done one second on the NCAA tournament. I should never, ever have mentioned the lovely and wonderful legend, Caitlin Clark. I should never talk about that anything. That gal that dropped 30? 40. She's unreal, dude. 40-point triple-double. She's unreal. She makes LeBron James look like a hobo. The New Mexico Highlands Cowboys baseball team won their first conference game. They were 1-21 on the season. See what I'm talking about? A walk cares. off. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. Against the hated Adam State. Put those boys in the dirt. That was a neat thing, though. They had a little walk-offy boy. They're going to remember that forever. I'm going to remember it. You know why I'm going to remember it and you're not? Because I'm not too cool like you are, man. I got some stuff going on, man. I got to prioritize. We had a meeting this morning, Tyler, where we're theming out all of the United Watch parties. We didn't sign any ink yet, so we're not going to say where they're at. Sure. But we will. So we're theming out all the United Watch parties. I'm like, how about this? I'm like, oh, 4th of July. We should do 4th of July. Like, that's a good one for the 4th of July, like Independence Day. And Van's like, why don't we do Cool Day? I'm like, oh, it started. It's 9 a.m. It no, started. Cool Day is September 10th. That's what? We agreed on this. Oh, there is a game September the 10th. Yeah, that's Cool Day. 10-10, 9-10. Once you get past August, it starts to cool down a little bit, cool brother. Oh, my God. Yeah. Here's what Lamar says. Cool is the other side of the pillow. See, he just keeps going. Cool you think, day. Yeah, he thinks he's so cool. He's got a pretty top-shelf representative, though, working for him, Fred. I'm not there yet. I don't, we, I don't. we will be. Did you read the tweet in its entirety? Of course I did. All right. So for the friends of the show who don't twit, also Twitter's taking away your blue check mark if you don't pay for it, so watch out. All right, here's what Lamar says. A letter to my fans. First of all, pompous. Mm-hmm. You're going to start it off like that? A letter to my fans. I'm not your fan, but I still read it. A letter to my fans. Like, get, off your, get off your high horse, Lamar. How about this? How about this one? You start it like this. Family, friends, and fans. You start it like that. You hit, hit people that care about you. Are you friends, Romans, countrymen, and yeah, Lamar they, Jackson? I am. Is that right what now. you're doing right now? Here's what, all I'm saying is, if he had an agent and if he had a social media team, this one went a lot better. Because he's over here, a guy in the prime of his career, former MVP. No one's going to give the value that is worth for him because he's a head case and a nut job. And I'm pro-labor, by the way. I want him to make all the money in the world. Like, I specifically want that. Do the right things to get there. He's too cool. He's taking a book out of your – he's taking a page out of your book, man. He's taking a book out of your page, Van. What's a good thing to be? I want to first thank you all for – all right – I got a problem with alliteration. Boys, I have a lot of problems with this. 
I want to first thank you all for all of the love and support you constantly show towards me. Just say y'all. Just say y'all. Just say y'all. Just do it. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, if it's everybody, you could have said all y'all. Do you remember in the first sentence where you said all twice? Let me start the second sentence. All of you are amazing. And I appreciate y'all oh, he so much. Oh, he y'all. So that's four. Moving Here we are in the third sentence. I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally, which technically has an all in it, personally does, but we're not going to hit on that one, answer your questions. This is stupid, right? He's an NFL quarterback. Went, went all the time? He's not J.K. Rowling. And was he all-conference? Was he, he was. an all-pro? He was a multiple-time all-pro. Is he the all-time leaning rusher on the ground for quarterbacks? He literally is. Oh, that's actually pretty good. That's all correct, Fred. <sighs> where does he buy his shoes? At the mall? <laughs> where, where does he get his delicious fried burritos? All-sups? That's a good one. Remember when he was at the top, and now he has fallen. That one was a reach. Yeah, those were the days, Lamar, because you're all in the family. Oh, that's a good one. Mm, deep cut right there. That's a super good one. Ended in the summer of 86, all in the family, Tyler. You don't know about that. No idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> On the varsity of like TV sitcom ladies that I would want to um, mm-hmm. bed, no, Mary. That sounds way better for radio. Absolutely. Marge Simpson, number one. What? Are you messing with me right now? You wouldn't put Marge number one? That's wild. You don't go Peg Bundy? Over Marge? Peg Bundy's number one, two, and three. Um, George, Marge can fight over number four. The mother and George Lopez. Y'all are tripping. Oh, you're not wrong. I don't know what that is. We have to go with only shows that fans have heard of, Tyler. That makes the segment better. Hey, today's I-9 Lopez. Varsity... The varsity of yeah. sitcom moms. All right, deal. Here we go. So today's I-9 varsity, which we'll do, what do you want to do, like 6.30? Sure. Today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of sitcom moms. Stoked. That I want to spend my next 40 years with. I already gave you away my number one. It's going to be Peg Bundy. This varsity of sitcom moms. Spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> Tyler, you got a lot more life than we do, so that's going to change your answers. That's true. You don't think Marge Simpson's going to make the list? Uh, she already she said it out loud. Of course it's going to make your list. She hasn't aged a day in 30 years. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just pop Tyler on mm-hmm. here. I like that. Mm-hmm. Back to this Lamar tweet. <clears throat> Let me personally answer your questions in regards to my future plans. As of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens has not been interested in meeting my value. Just just run it by a proof. Just anyone to proof this. His value. And everyone that... Oh, God. All right, I got to start over because it's so bad. As of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens has not been interested in meeting my value. Okay, <laughs> I tell you, he's an NFL quarterback. Any, not a Rhodes Scholar. Any and everyone that's had... Oh, gosh. Any and everyone that has met me or been around me know I love the game of football, and my dream is to help a team win the Super Bowl, not capitalized. Yeah, why Why oh. is there a space in the paragraph in between team and win? That's, That's how like, Twitter breaks it up. 
That's not your fault. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is all just Twitter. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> you all are great, but I had to make a business decision that was best for my family and I. No matter how far I go or where my career takes me, I'll continue to be close to my fans of Baltimore Flock Nation, not capitalized correctly, and the entire state of Maryland, state capitalized. You'll see me again. And for whatever reason, C is capitalized. That is weird. That is very weird. Let's stay connected. Subscribe to my fan page. <laughs> I'm not joking. Fanstruz8.com. Fans Trues 8. I don't know what this is. I don't know. I don't care. I just clicked on it. Um, the opening. All right. So there's a video that plays on the front of the page. And it looks like it's a reenactment from whenever George Bush learned that the second tower had fallen when he's sitting in front of that class reading books to kids. Mm. That's what the that's what the stage photo in this is of Lamar reading to kids. It is a dead ass ringer. I'm going to show you this, man. I need your exact reaction on air as I show you this. Okay. Thing. I mean that's. <laughs> it's- Lamar Jackson reading a children's book to children is the best day in school advertisement I believe I've ever seen. <laughs> these these third graders are like, is he doing this on purpose, teacher? Why does he sound like Timmy in that really small class? Every paragraph on his website is written by someone who can write. That's how you know it's not real. If I were to draft quarterbacks by skill and play and ability, yes. I think Lamar would be sixth. If I were to draft quarterbacks by me wanting them to join me in a spelling bee, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson would be last. Easy. No, he'd be number one so you could win. Win what? Spelling bees are individual competition, man. You'd be able to beat him easily if he was against you. No, on a team. If like we're a team spelling bee. You, that does, there's not doubles in spelling bee. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> Ardvark. I'll go first. A. A. R. Is Tyler in on this or not? No, it's just us two. Well, now I'm out. We're I already 15. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have that apparently uh, Lamar doesn't autocorrect? I'd been fine. <laughs> you know, I know the difference between desert and dessert because one, a little camel pops up on my phone, and the other one, it doesn't. That's how I know I'm typing the right thing. Well, because, I mean, he obviously hand wrote this and had somebody transcribe it. I could just see Lamar Jackson on the end of the pier in Baltimore Harbor. Good one. Sitting there with his notebook open. Chasing. I'm assuming, plans. I'm just assuming it's going to be a Lisa Frank notebook, obviously. That's not cool. And then he's. Him. Just jotting down his thoughts and feelings when he's leaving the city of Baltimore, which, by the way, he's contractually obligated to play for the Baltimore Ravens next year. No matter. The note that he's writing, he's writing with a Crayola, and he's holding it, like, not the way you hold a pen, but he's holding it, like, full fist. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh, like a slasher from a horror movie. Yeah. Yes. Like in that, like, just like that. Yeah. Just like Garth from Wayne's World. And he started off with D E E R. And then he crossed it out and said, Nope. He was creating a letter to my fans. He's creating a um 
like a like an Instagram video of it of him writing the letter or whatever, and people are watching and they're like, "Is this actually the opening to Little Rascals? <laughs> is it? Why is he using Little Rascals handwriting? <laughs> That's incredible." But it's just a a stage reenactment starring Jonathan Majors. Dear Darla, Jonathan Majors <laughs> and Michael Dar- B. Jordan. <laughs> hey, what's up with Creed? The guy from The Office? No, that movie. The ninth Rocky like a, movie. Do you see how much money that made this weekend? Like your motto? Like your official motto? That's a Credo. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I think Credo is the, the bounty hunter from Star Wars. Uh, that'd be Greedo. Got you. Yeah, good job. Creed mm. made like $200 million. John Wick made like $75 million over the weekend. Movies are back. Like, not that stupid, crappy Shazam, which didn't even make $10 million over the weekend. Get that thing out of theaters. But they screwed up by not putting Shaquille O'Neal back. That's uh, what they did. I, I don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but I agree. Add more Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> by the way, Shaquille O'Neal, super cowardly yesterday <laughs> at this basketball thing. He needs to be talking about fouls. You know the first Kazam was with Shaquille O'Neal? Did you? Shazam! Shazam. You, what, you're saying Kazam. What is that? I didn't say Kazam. You did did Kazam. I say Kazam? Yeah, say Kazam? Hey, cool That's guy. That's not the same thing. Oh, my God. Dude. Kazam and Shazam? You're over here trying Isn't to be... Isn't Kazam a prequel to Shazam? Dog, if you weren't trying to be the marble man all the freaking time, <laughs> be like me. John Wick. John Wick? Hey. You're comparing yourself to John Wick? I moved into a brand new house today. That's like, hey, Inside Baseball for the friends of the show. Dog. Inside Baseball. I was late today. Because of this closing stuff on this new house. I was just super busy. I didn't know if you're going to break the fourth wall there. Congratulations, Thank you. Fred. But I don't have cables. I'm like Tyler. I don't have cable or internet or anything in my house. I'm Tyler. Tyler, here's what I'm going to do for you tonight. What are you doing after work? <laughs> Trying to find some internet. <laughs> yeah, you got because you got nothing in your life. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy you one ticket, not Van. He's too cool. We're going to go see John Wick tonight after the show. Dope. There's a blind assassin. Well, I got to work. Yeah, there are people with uh, bows and arrows. Like the old school ninja. So cool. Yeah. I cannot wait. for It's a three hours long. In a mall. They're in a mall. One scene, I'm I think. so happy. Movies are back. Summer is here. Football is picking up. Lamar Jackson is publicly an idiot. We are living at the absolute best time in the history of sports. Florida Atlantic armpit is in the final four. Hold on. Boca Raton's an armpit? This place is lovely. It's Tyler Lovely, if you will. Oh, hold up. Write that one down. Tyler, have you ever used that joke? I have not used that joke. (laughs) Here, all right, Tyler, Here, do this. He's a good comedian. Tyler, get on the Wi-Fi here at the building. Download the Tinder app. Okay. Then I'm going to give you my credit card because I recognize your financial situation. We're going to pay $10 for you to get Tinder uh, premium. You can give him the good one? I don't know. Whatever one's $10. We're going to place you in Boca Raton, okay? We're going to put your search setting. No age. No age settings. Mm-mm. 59 to 79 only. Uh-huh. That's I, yeah, that's, yep. I like that. And yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to set you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that quite a bit. I want to hear a lady in Boca Raton say, you seem like a nice young Jewish man. That's what I want to hear. You remind me of my grandson. <laughs> Let's take you down to my stylist. Because your hair is bad. Your hair is not good right now. It's bad. What do you say? I pop out these dentures and we start a party, Tyler. Is that how do you feel about that, Tyler? I feel so bad about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, listen, I'm trying to go to a Florida um, 
Florida Lexus America. What is the name of it? Florida Atlantic America. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the school? Florida Atlantic University. Thank you. I think. For whatever reason, they're the owls. I don't even think there's owls in Florida. I'm trying to think of a Florida a Floridian owl. I don't think there's owls there. Where do owls reside? Well, no, you can't just they reside almost everywhere except for Florida. Do you think it's like a humidity thing? Yes. Owls live everywhere in the world except Antarctica is the first sentence. Uh, well, eight species in Florida. I don't believe a single word of it. I'm not sure if this sentence is going to make sense to the listener or friend of the show, but I'm going to say this. Owls go hard. Owls go hard. Two men on. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The sports animal. This is my third favorite intro music. I hate this song and I hate you. This is a good one. Okay. So the most lo- prominent owl in Florida is the great horned owl. I believe it that. has a wingspan of three to five feet. That's, That's pretty gigantic. big. Pretty big for an owl. Are you being serious? You know, they're like really tiny and. And skinny underneath all that fluff. It can also do so many more bath salts than you. Oh, definitely. Florida Al? Yeah. No doubt. Sweet reference. Like, not that much more than me, but like <laughs> more for sure. I could do a lot. The bath salts? Yeah. Have I ever told my bath salt story on air? No, please do. I would love that. Oh, I don't know the rules. Is this about like... Bath salt, the drug, um, yes. or bath salt, the bath salt? No, the drug. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to. We don't want to hear your bath salt story. <laughs> yeah. right, we it, would love to hear your guy on drug story. I'm going off the cuff here, and if I pause in the middle of storytelling, it's because I'm trying to radio edit, okay? Okay. This is as impromptu as any bit I've ever done. Okay. Well, that's every bit for me. St. Louis, Missouri is where I lived. Mm-hmm. Cool. I was going to buy the Hannibal Cavemen. So the Hannibal Cavemen was a Pioneer League baseball team. So th- think the Santa Fe Fuego, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to buy a baseball team in Hannibal, Missouri, with a couple of investors. And when I say investors, all my buddies, we had all pulled like the 160 grand or whatever, mm-hmm. and we were going to just go buy it. So we're driving to Hannibal, Missouri to watch the Hannibal Cavemen play Pioneer League baseball. Great. Okay. Hannibal, also the home of Mark Twain, not important to the story, just a fun fact. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So we get to Hannibal, Missouri. A big Twain guy. Same. I like that character. What's his name? Mark. Jim? Yeah. <laughs> was it Jim guy? I believe that's what was it. His first, what was his first name? Uh, you remember Tyler when you learned about Mark Twain in school? Yeah, do you remember about that Jim guy? What did Huckleberry? They call him? Like yeah, Alan or what something. What did they call him? Huckleberry. Huckleberry. I don't remember. What's his name? So we, we get to the field. Jimnathan? Jim. Jimothy? <laughs> Anyways, what are you saying? So we get to the field, and in classic Missouri mess around, it starts to rain. The game is rained out, okay? So the game gets rained out. We can't watch this this team that we're thinking about buying. We're going to meet with the GM. So as the game gets, or the owner, not the GM. So as the game gets rained out, the owner's like, hey, follow us down to this place called My Mom's. My Mom's is a townie bar in Hannibal, Missouri. Okay. So we go down to my mom's, 
and it's all table like high top tables only lined against all the walls of my mom's and in the middle <laughs> there's an open um a circle of where motorcycles do burnouts in a circle and leave tire marks on the ground your mom knows how to party <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, though? It's like... Um, I'm very familiar. Okay, so inside a bar, motorcycle burnout, circly turnaround, boys. That's my 23 and me. I'm very familiar with <laughs> okay. that behavior. So we're in there with the owner of the Hannibal Caveman, the lady that owns my mom's. Guess what her name is? Mom. It's mom. Oh <laughs> so we're in this bar with these um, <laughs> motorcycle burnout deals in it, and behind the back, there's a sand volleyball court. And then upstairs, there's a couple apartments. Well, we start drinking with our buds. Mm-hmm. So we're a couple buds deep. Mm-hmm. And my and mom starts telling us a story about, like, a transient guy who was passing through town. And this guy passing. How it always it starts. It always starts this way. He's passing through town. And it's she gives. Very rarely Robert Carradine from Kung Fu. It's, it's very rarely. No, well, that the story. end. It's the end. Okay. So. As he as he's uh, riding the rails or whatever um, train, not cocaine. So as he's passing through town, she gives him a job as a busser or a dishwasher or a whatever, mm-hmm. and lets him stay in an apartment uh, for room and board as long as he labors. This is going to go great. So she has a uh, either a daughter or a sister or a female employee. I don't know what that lives in the other apartment upstairs. Long story short, murder. So murder occurs. Ooh. Yeah. So as murder occurs. Real fast. I, there's more details, but we're on the radio. Okay. So there's a murder from the transient to the townie. Right. And, uh, and mom is telling us this story at length or whatever. And she's like, and the only thing I can do to get back to normal is take these basalts. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? So we're all like, what? So the guys I'm with, I'm going to buy the Hannibal Caveman with, my investors group which is also just a bunch of my buddies from high school, and we all happen to have $40,000. money, yeah. <laughs> so we were going to go in together on this. So they end up taking these bath salts. Now, you guys know me. I'm pretty straight-laced. Mm-hmm. I'll hang out with the buds. I ain't going to take no bath salts. No, 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 no. So as these guys take the bath salts, um, I am enamored with the motorcycles going in the circle, doing the donuts and the smoke and leaving the tire marks on the oh, ground. Oh, no. did they slip you a Mickey? Also, oh my God, I'll find this. I'll put it on the podcast. At Talk ABQ when you find today's episode. I have so many selfies of me with the celebrity photos that were on the wall inside of my mom's, but it was like Michael Vick's mugshot, Harry Connick Jr.'s mugshot, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s mugshot. It was, that was their thing. That's, okay, clever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so cool. As a... <laughs> Tyler goes, it's so cool. So uh, so I can't find my buddies. So whenever you take bath salts, your body starts to overheat. It heats up your body. Mm-hmm. You're, it gets uh, from the drugs. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So as I'm inside hanging out with the townies trying to dodge my mom's advances, mom, they have disappeared out the back. And you remember the aforementioned sand volleyball pit? Yes. Well, one inch below the sand of a sand volleyball pit is much cooler sand. Mm. So they, to cool their own bodies. It's a van of sand. That's correct. They strip down to the buck and start doing snow angels in the sand volleyball court. So smart. To cool their bodies off. 
bath salts turn you into a genius? That is correct. I thought it it turned you into a zombie. So, as they're cooling their bodies, Van, do you think that the sand volleyball court behind my mom's in Hannibal, Missouri, located right outside of Hannibal Caveman's playable field, do you think it is covered in broken beer bottle glass, or do you think it's very clean? Which one do you think this volleyball court is? Oh, definitely the latter. Yes, it is the dirtiest broken glass bottle filled thing ever. So my buddies who are face up and face down doing snow angels, rolling on basalts, trying to cool their bodies one inches deep into the sand of the sand volleyball court, they're just cutting their bodies up <laughs> left and right from from broken glass in the sand. And rubbing what I can only assume is urine and fecal matter soaked sand into their wounds. I agree with that. Yes. So they look like Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger in uh, Black Panther, speaking of Creed, okay. because their body's got all these little cuts on them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, we got to go. We have to leave. Yeah. You ever tried to corral three bleeding, sand-covered, soaking in sweat, nude, best friends? I can say with all the confidence in the world, that has happened to me zero times. Okay, me once. So as we're piling everyone into the car, and by the way, I'm driving now. <laughs> as we're piling everyone into the car, one of my unnamed friends gives a kick to the end of the row of motorcycles like Pee Wee Herman oh, does. Pee Wee Hermandom? Pee Wee Hermandom. Hey, Tyler, play tequila. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so he Pee Wee Hermans these motorcycles that fall over like dominoes. Mm-hmm. And then as we're trying to drive away, he's leaning outside the car, grabbing a like a metal municipal cover to a trash can, you know, like a concrete... Like, uh, it holds a trash can inside of it, and then it has, like, a cover over the top to keep raccoons out or whatever? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's holding on to it, rips it off as I'm trying to speed away in a Chevy Cruze, and then he's going to throw it like a like a Frisbee, like, towards my mom's. Well, why why was he be doing that? The bath salts. Oh, because his decision-making yes. skills. Okay. So if you try to get out of Hannibal, Missouri, you have to contend with the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. The Mississippi River is right there. You remember the aforementioned Mark Twain yes. and his storytelling. Mm-hmm. Long story it's short, Jim, <laughs> these guys who are pouring out of my mom's the way that bad decisions are pouring out of my friends, sure, they're now in a pursuit. Uh-huh. I don't take the right turn, and we end up on the muddy Mississippi River banks with nowhere to go. This sounds bad. I got to clean up a part of this. Okay. Through debauchery, uh-huh. we make our way to the other side. We're headed out of town. There is a pursuit of townies, not police officers. Okay, hold on. You skipped over a pretty important Yeah, part. I can't really. And you like, did you just like jump over the river Dukes of Hazard style? Just say you did that. Yes. Okay, that's a really good way to get across the river. And then we're driving out of town and it's like three in the morning and a deer hits the car that I'm driving. It hits the rear quarter panel of the car, throws the car. You ever hit a deer? Yeah, a couple times. Okay. So it throws the car, and immediately behind us, we see headlights for the first time in some time. And I'm like, oh, no. They're here to get us. Yeah. We're done for. I can't drive. I got to see this car if it's drivable. Long story short, none of the bikers from my mom's or my mom or the transient guy that was claimed to be in prison, it was, in fact, just some townie guy driving around. He's like, you're going to take that? And we were like, No. <laughs> Take that dead deer that just ran into our car, and then I did. Uh, there, I got home safely. The story ends in some hillbilly 
taking the deer that you struck on the road? It ran into me. Okay. That's my bastard. That's a really good story. There's a much more dirty version. I'm sure there is. That is the most bath salt story I've ever heard. <laughs> you ever been in a car with three guys on bath salts trying to drive away from from in pursuit? No, I hide people's keys when they're on drugs. They'll be never be in a car with someone who's on drugs. Not that there's anything wrong with that. My, Live your life or whatever. My 20s were weird. That's a weird story. That story's over 10 years old now. That's only 10 years old? <laughs> <laughs> you had cell phones then. Oh, yeah, we definitely, because I took selfies with all the <laughs> mug shots on the wall. You didn't, you didn't Google map your escape plan? Thought I had it. There was a lot going on. And also, in that moment, of, of immediately after he peewee Hermans the motorcycles, uh-huh. and they domino, it could have been 10 seconds, it could have been 10 minutes. I could not tell you. Because the adrenaline in me, it, it altered time. It altered the pace of time. Of course it does. I really, I still like all those guys a lot. Whose car was it? One of the guys that was One of the guys? Yeah. So it was just covered in what I can assume is just a bunch of bath-salted out male blood and pus from all the scratches from the sandball court. And deer hair stuck in the rear quarter panel from when we got nailed driving home. (laughs) Was it a buck? No. It was a doe? A deer. A female deer? A ray. A drop of golden sun. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Just the man I need to talk to. Welcome to the show. The show being two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome, mailman. How are you, brother? Fred, slim, slow. At least you made it today. Good good to hear from you. <laughs> Had a little late start. Um, you know, your buddy, uh, Van Nunley, was cheating on you this weekend. Well, cool man, Van. What was he doing? He was burning tickets on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was he our... He was burning tickets on the ground. Mail... I was like, Mailman. Do I, need to go and, do I need to go and get a fire extinguisher and help him out? Do I need to go and pull him back off a ledge? I, I was worried about him. Mailman. The mailman and the fireman now? Is this what oh, I like that? Uh, I held the camera. I was right there. <laughs> We're getting down at Howie's, well, brother. Well, you didn't get on, so... Well, because I didn't place um, the dumb bet that Van placed. That was all on him. He's going to own that moment. Okay. I get it. I get it. Uh, can you hold Van by his pinky toe and make sure he get my uh, shirt? Been trying. Hey, uh, mailman, uh, a little update on that. I finally have the shirts in my possession. They aren't, they're not buried in Fred's storage unit, so they're going to be shipped out soon. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, in the award, in the immortal words of Mario Van Peebles, um, <laughs> Fred, you can sit this one out because you're not. Uh, I'm googling. You're not uh, a party to this. Uh, Tyler, the entertainer, and Van, the man Nunley, he knows what I'm talking about. I'm with you. Uh, do we need to form a posse and go find my boy Buck D? I mean, I love. Tyler, the entertainer, and nice. he's getting some run. But I got a feeling either Buck D's big-timing y'all 
Ooh. Or Fred has him Ooh. chained up in a basement somewhere. Ooh, why not both? I well, I can tell you this for certainty. Well, if you're looking for Robert Gibson, we got a bad actor. You got to turn your radio down. If we're looking for Robert, you can find him on airwaves. He's on airwaves. Yeah, he's on other airwaves. Find him easily Googleable. Out there doing that thing. Absolutely. I think I lost mailman, but but I get the sentiment. I'm with him. I can tell you this: we got a thing in the works with. Former co-host of this program, Robert Gibson. Yeah. We'll make an announcement on that pretty soon. Yeah, baby. Pretty soon. Can we talk about real quick how much I appreciate Mailman for calling me Tyler the Entertainer? I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. You don't like Tyler the Producer? I thought that was a good one. Tyler the Entertainer. There's a ring to that one. I don't hate that. Yeah. I'm a big Tyler the Creator fan. Yeah. So it's hard for me to make the switch. At mm-hmm. some point this week, we'll do the varsity of new nicknames for Tyler. Ah. Oh, we're supposed to be doing our varsity right now. Well, yeah, I was about to drop the plug. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Today's 99 Varsity, 99 Varsity of stepmoms. Or stepmoms. Sitcom moms. Sitcom moms that I want to spend my next 40 years with. I-9 Sports League Office 280 and I-9Sports.com, 505-312-4999. Reach out to I-9 Sports. They're up and rolling soccer clinics currently going on now registration wise that's all over the city don't miss out on that tyler if you were to play one e-sport right now which one would it be one e-sport all right sure e-sports are kind of like sports hmm. any sport oh uh, i'm an x games guy give me on a trampoline slam ball slam ball's coming back Good answer. that's exciting oh all right, I'm going to throw a curveball to start. Give me Lori Metcalf. Aunt Jackie from Roseanne to me is everything I want in a in a partner in life. Okay. She's funny. She's beautiful. She's got excellent delivery. Also, every single deficit that Roseanne had, Jackie was the voice of the audience, and she was the voice of reason. Give me Roseanne's Lori Metcalf, who started at Jackie for all the years. By the way, when uh, I thought her and John kind of had a thing on the side. I'm not trying to be that guy right now. I'm not okay. trying to disrupt the family. That's weird. Yeah. They probably do now. Oh, what's that? Lori's from my hometown? Let's go. All right. Low-hanging fruit Edith right here. Bunker from All in the Family. First on my I-9 varsity of sitcom moms, I'm starting with the hottest sitcom mom from a television show that I understand its appeal but it's not really for me. I just don't get it. Married with children? But give me Gloria Delgado Pritchett. Who is that? Uh, she's played by one Sofia Vergara. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, my God. I don't have any idea about that. She gets, uh, okay, we'll do a lot of thorough research later. Sofia Vergara is the biggest smoke show sitcom mom in the history of sitcom moms. It's insane. It's unfair. It's a bad answer. Tyler? I am, uh, you know, and I want to get this one out of the way because I feel like it's important that I get, like, my old, my older references out of the way. I'm going with Miss Cleaver. Okay, that's a good one. Leaving not bad. Yep. Not bad. That's not bad at all. Bad that at is all. an unflappable, poised woman. I am not bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bakes, she knits. She's a hostess. What doesn't she do? <sighs> she wasn't great with the beef. Not great with the beef. He had to learn some of his own lessons. You can't coddle a kid. Not in those days. I think this one's going to ring true for a lot of people. And although it only ran for five seasons, Carol Brady 
was a piece. <laughs> you're not long. You're not wrong, brother. You are not wrong. Florence Henderson could do absolutely no wrong. Now I get that she had a lifestyle before I met her, and I don't know if I'm bringing in just her three kids or if I have to bring in the other three kids as well because they form such a family unit together. But if you give me the maid, I think I'll be fine. Give me Carol Brady. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's good. No, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty legendary. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. You know, I'm kind of into uh, the goth culture. Right? Uh, you know, the I didn't think Morticia was going to sit out there. The, por- the porcelain skin and uh-huh. black hair. Yep. It just does it for me. Mm-hmm. And then also when, like, the woman can, you know, skin a deer and sword fight and do all kinds of cool mm-hmm. stuff. I'm really into that. So please give me Morticia Adams now, on my I nine varsity. Are you talking about the of Car- sitcom mom? The Carolyn Jones one from like the sixties? Are you talking uh, both? But, well, there's way more Flip than one. Flip a coin. There's way more than one Morticia Adams. Flip we- a coin. So th- there's more than one. Angelica <laughs> Houston. Right, that's the movie one. Yeah, but also a lot of people would say the only one. What do you got, Tyler? The Goldbergs, Beverly Goldberg. Uh, Are we aware of the Goldbergs? It's, it's a newer. It's the Jew thing. It's He's doing Jew. the Jew thing. I'm, I mean, that's that's the Jew thing. <laughs> that's I, what it's about. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Hey, the Goldbergs does slap. Does. There are only two women in the history of comedy that are funny. One is Carol Burnett. The other is Vicki Lawrence. Vicki Lawrence. Lawrence is a great answer. Who is Thelma Harper, otherwise known as Mama from Mama's Family, mm-hmm. makes the list. Also, I'm into bouffant hair. Give me Vicki Lawrence all day, all night, and the weekends that she will have me. Another great answer. Thank you. The reason this got brought up, we had a little argument in between uh, Marge Simpson. And I think she would be the, the top answer for cartoon sitcom moms. Okay. But miss me with that mess. Give me Betty Rubble. <sighs> Betty Rubble is just my goodness. Bam Bam is a crap kid. Yeah, God, it's not her fault. She can't even be. She's a terrible mother. I'm not really concerned with her parenting skills. She is a class A dime piece. Not for me. My goodness. Hey, I get why you're into her, though. She's into short guys. Really? I mean, Barney is not tall. I'm 5'11". Compared to Fred, you, me and you, we are Fred reason, and Barney. The only reason I look short is because I'm hanging out with your hey. six and a half foot tall ass every day. De- dead serious? People say that all the time about you to us. Like when people, like people appeal, like I'll peel off and come back and people are like, oh, Van, you're not actually short. Yeah. Like people will tell you on the side. Yeah. Like, Van's like a foot taller than I thought he Correct. was. Yeah. You're not big. Tyler. Last one. Before I give my last one, I had just have to clarify. So the Flintstones would do like full TV episodes of whatever they were doing. Like you would watch a full episode of the Flintstones. That's how that worked. Uh, yeah, and they were broke into like three little stories. Correct. So yeah, you, yeah so they were like seven minutes. Sto- also, why am I telling you about Hanna Barbera right now? Yes, <laughs> is this not re- is this not universally known? No, not at all. I've never. I don't know how one would attain an episode of the Flintstones right now. I don't know how you would do that. Like if I really wanted to right now, don't know how I would go about that. The YouTubes? I don't know. I don't Let know. me. Fi- I'm going to find out why you're giving me your answer. Okay, okay. I've got to keep it animated as well, and we're also keeping it Jewish, so I'm going with Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Bobby! 
definitely Jewish. She's uh, Flintstones are on HBO Max. Ah. Katie Foreman from that '70s show is going to make the list, nice. I think. Nice. What was the name of the mom from Malcolm in the Middle? She was hilarious. I was thinking was about good. that one. Yeah, that's a good answer. About doing Lois. 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 Not now, Peter. I'm holding lemonade. Batting cleanup on my I nine varsity. Marie Barron is, is from the Everybody reason Loves that we Raven. got. We brought oh. this up. Peg Bundy, like Peg Bundy. Oh my God! A lot of people were enamored with Christina Applegate. Miss me with that. It's all about Peg Bundy. I think Claire Huxtable's on the list. Honorable mention. Do all of the Golden Girls have kids? Assuming. I feel like they did. Mm. All right, give me all three Golden Girls, too. Let's take the whole thing. Mm. That's cheating. I couldn't name one of them. <laughs> but I will throw Constance Marie Angie Lopez from George Lopez back up there. I still don't know who that is. I don't know how you don't know who that is. Different day and age, my man. I guess so. We wrap up the program whenever we get back. There's one big story we missed today. And you missed it in the first hour because you were too cool, Van. Be a lot cooler if I knew what you're talking about. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Three sports animal. Okay, so I was so fired up earlier. I missed the texter all day. It was very good. Mm. Here are some of the jokes <laughs> that we overlooked. Mm-hmm. Quote, I'm not taking my dentures out until after dinner, Tyler. And that's not until 3.30. That's Janice from Boca Raton. There we go. Whistle or not, it doesn't matter. They had a better part of 40 minutes to put San Diego State away, and they didn't. I I addressed that one. That was before you got here. Okay. Crazy thing is the chance to sweep the Aztecs this year, talking about the Lobos. Mm -hmm. And Florida Atlantic took an L from the Lobos last year. It's a friend of the show, Chris. I'm going to shoot you real straight right now. I know you talked about the transfer portal and what all these guys are doing here. There are only like 80 teams that make postseason play in NCAA basketball division one. There's like 210 teams or something, man. If this team is not the team for you, if you play in an entire season in a banger conference and a chance to play in the postseason, and this isn't good enough for you, see ya. See ya. What isn't good enough? Oh, I don't know. Being successful, being on national television every week, living in a super cool city, going to a super good university, making a making a grip of NIL money. If that's not good enough for you, see ya. And I never condemn student athlete. You know that. This is just negotiation tactics. I hope you're right. They enter the transfer portal. That means the NIL co- uh, co-op has to work harder to get them more money. Oh, I love surprise, that. Surprise, surprise. They on board. come right back out of the transfer portal. I'm back on board with that plan. Also... I mean, there's only two guys on here that we really want back. You know what I'm saying? So is life. You, you get to choose which ones. Hey, what if all of them, all four of them, end up starting the New Mexico State team in the fall? I would love that for them. I would love the story. Yeah. What are you doing for opening day? By the way, the we love Las Cruces. Wonderful people down south. Who's we? A lot of friends of the show there. You and Tyler? But uh, it's no Albuquerque, boys. So watch out in your transfer portal. I don't know what that means. number one. I'll tell you what I'm doing on opening day, Fred. I'm going to rage at the page. Rage at the page? Rage at the page. 
And I, I haven't even, I haven't even okayed this <laughs> with leadership yet. I haven't even got permission to do this yet. But I'm going to say it, Fred. Just like on Mondays, the Monday Night Maniacs, opening day, free glizzies. Free glizzies for anyone who shows up and watches baseball with the boys. And that's Thursday? Tyler, you're also invited. Thursday, we will feed you. The 6th. The bus station goes very close. Thursday, April the 6th is opening day for Major League Baseball. Is that correct? No. When is it? It's this Thursday. Oh, is it? Yes. Is that true? Correct. I got it in my phone. as glizzy day. I'm pretty sure it is. Yes. can't be right. It's free glizzy day. Say the day again. Thursday. I was going to say glizzy day. March 30th is opening day. (laughs) Thursday, March 30th. I do that. And let me tell you why this is special. That's crazy to me. Number one, Van is not hosting a um, opening day party. You didn't host one last year either. That was because of COVID. Um, (laughs) Or two, no, two years ago was because of COVID. No. No, you had COVID last year. Yes. Canceled opening day. So two out of the last five years have been canceled because of COVID. But this one's going to be at Howie's. This one's going to be special. It's going to be super windy outside, so we can't do an outside barbecue. Are we doing we're going to bring the barbecue inside. Are we doing the show from there or no? I don't believe so. Okay. I think we're going to do our season preview. We'll be way too drunk by 4 o'clock. I do like the Major League Baseball season preview. Yes. And then Friday, we go to L.A. for WrestleMania? Yes. Hey, are we living that life? A little bit. Tyler. A bit. You're life adjacent right now. Free glizzies. Adjacent. I hope they say yes to my free glizzy idea. I'm saying yes. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just buying Tyler hot dogs. Final words, man? <laughs> Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Tyler. It is currently 78 degrees Fahrenheit in Boca Raton. I hope they're doing well. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.